Yo, yo, yo. All right, all right, all right, everybody. <clears throat> what is up? Today is March 24th, 2020. And we are in the middle still of a pandemic paradise. You know, my thoughts still, you know, I, I kind of laid out the path for all my thoughts last week or in the last episode and until more and more pieces unravel I'm not going to touch back on it Um, I'd like to see if the death toll rises I'd like to see what supposed cure they have I'd like to see the missteps happen and the conspiracies unfold and touch on them as is but I can tell you just right now, uh, our government, the United States government, federal government here in the United States, completely and utterly dropped the ball. And on TV, and just like every, you know, they're going to, you know, they're trying to dampen the fire as it is. But they're going to do it in such a way where they're saying, you know, it was no big deal. A few people going to get it. You know, but we know, you know... Yeah, if you're on Twitter, you're on Facebook, you see the posts, the news coming out of other other news agencies and other parts of the world, and you know the catastrophe that is un- unraveling right before our eyes. Uh, but with that said, um, as far as news and as far as vacations and as far as... Um, you know, movies, it's all of that is shut down. So, I mean, this episode is going to be short, but there's nothing really I can do outside of just talk to, you know, share some thoughts on some things. I can't review. I mean, yes, I can watch Netflix and talk to you guys about Netflix. And I watched The Tiger King, Joe Exotic's Tiger King with. All that cat, and that's a phenomenal, you know, Netflix series. But I feel like I'm only going to be doing Netflix reviews. Um, but there's nothing out right the second other than that I haven't already talked about. I mean, Narcos was great, uh, season two. I don't know if I touched on that, I think I didn't because I finished that in New York, and I'm I started watching My Hero Academia, uh, but that's a long one. I'm not gonna get finished with it for a while. So I mean, I watched season three of the Chilling, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina a while back. Um, so there's not much happening in the in the in the entertainment as well I mean the entertainment industry altogether concerts music movies series everything's getting pushed back and now we're into this giant mess of what's gonna happen so I didn't want to jump into another conspiracy I didn't want to touch on the COVID I mean you guys already been beat over the head with that but I'm gonna just share my thoughts as far as how I think we're gonna be going forward I think everybody wants to get back to a normal 
state of life but I don't think I don't think people gra- are grasping the reality of the situation um, it's much bigger than just a little flu and a little sickness and a little illness and a little this and a little that uh, even if it were to stop today and be done with the massive ripple effect that it's going to have on people's lives going forward is just right now today it's March 24th would just be outstandingly massive because you don't you know the anti-vaxxers they're not going to have no room to talk going forward I don't think not for a while that that sort of mentality you know I'm not going to give my kids a vaccination because it's pumping it full of drugs and you're going to end up doped up addicted to uh, Adderall or whatever or causing autism whatever the case may be um, you know and if you have a weak immune system and this COVID touches somebody in your family with a weak immune system you can think twice and I, and I actually think the anti-vaccination movement is going to subside for quite a while because it doesn't matter Democrat, Republican, conservative right wing, left wing lib- liberal, libertarian whatever whoever, whatever you are the anti-vaccination movement has I think come to an end um, I believe now um Illnesses are going to be taken a little bit more seriously than what was in the past, and for years to come. And I'll tell you why: because this this thing now hits pockets. It's not an isolated incident where, oh, you know what? My dad died of pneumonia, you know, like a few years ago. Oh yeah, well, you're just one dad in the middle of nowhere. No, this is widespread enough now where. It's causing distrust among the people, I, I believe. Um, and what I mean by that is... The the term social distancing and stuff has come up. But I think we really need to be practicing that on a day-to-day life. You know, too many people... You know... Doing the most in a crowded areas, you know, whether it's poor hygiene and as far as the homeless that I want to touch on as well, you know, because some of these lingering diseases that they can subside and they can flourish in a homeless population, you know, homeless people. That's why homeless people, much like, you know, in the past has been relevant. I think it's going to be more relevant going forward. We just simply need to clean up the homeless population. And not what I mean. We don't need to give them clothes. and Oh, well, actually, we do need to give them clothes and, and access to baths. But, you know, oh, maybe homeless people won't be frowned upon. But it is going to affect them in, in such a way. Because they're going to... They're liable to pass illnesses like this on, you know, going forward. And I think people... Hand, hand sanitizers. The people that make hand sanitizers. Purell and companies of the nature just hit a landmine bro like for 
whatever I can see. I mean, people are going to be using hand sanitizers like crazy. Because that that's where one of the first places that diseases now come in contact. It's been a while since America has been educated in the, in the means of illness. And actually, I think the longer the illness, the virus takes hold of the United States and is thrown around and kicked around and, you know, temporary lockdowns, shutdowns, postponements, jobs, and blah, blah, blah. The longer we're going to get beat over the head with medical information. Like, as it is, this coronavirus, I think we're six months to a year. And this is just, this is just how I feel. We're six months to a year before we iron out the wrinkles. And when I mean the ironing out wrinkles, for instance, where I'm from in California, most schools are shut off till May 1st. And my nephew is currently a senior in high school. And he's shut off till May 1st. So he's going to be missing approximately two and a half to three months of school. So when he goes back to school, let's say let's say they do go back May 1st, which is a month and a half away from now. He still has to make up the three months plus the graduation plus prom night and as that is underway the next year's regular school starts like in August or September they may overlap I don't know how it's going to happen maybe it gets pushed and then you're going to have your regular school year probably going to end up halting winter break you know the winter break for most schools it's going to be halted the winter break is going to get pushed and then the you know the juniors that are this year their senior year is going to be one long year all the way starting from when school starts for them to where it ends um that's what i see the the as far as the schools go let alone there's other industries like for instance the hospitals are going to be you know the the government is doing supposedly the best they can to, to replenish masks and gloves and waters and things of the nature but how many resources and how many people are going to be lying ill absorbing medication that's going to tap countless amounts of resources that are going to be spread thin blood drives are now going to be backed up blood donations uh people on organ waiting lists everything's backed up i think in multiple industries the auto industry has shut down for a little bit the housing industry is shut down for a little bit things are going to get backed up and it's not like a, just a two-month blip it, no they're going to get backed up a significant amount of time and not recover to a normal schedule how we were last year and the year prior to catching up to things and i think that's going to happen and the longer this goes on um Obviously, the longer we're going to get out of whack here. Uh, the president, you know, Donald has said he's a wartime president. He's at war with an invisible enemy. And while he is not at war, I do think that we are in a warlike state right now. We've got curfews where I'm at. Um, everything shuts off at 6 p.m. We've got stay at home orders stay indoors orders lockdown orders i mean they don't call it a lockdown but it's pretty much a clamping of a long a lockdown clamping um 
order in effect. I mean, it's basically what it is. You know, don't go nowhere, don't do nothing, stay at home, stay away from people, don't do shit. Can't go anywhere, there's no movies, there's no parks open, there's nothing, no beaches open. Um, and this is to curb the virus, but we're in effect, you know, if there was martial law, I mean, there's this is a self-imposed martial law, a medical martial law as it was. This is, by all means, like... If we were, if there was an enemy here, you know, a foreign nation, I think similar, this is a good, a good taste of what it'd be like, you know, it'd be similar, but it'd be, it'd be direly similar. You know, the streets would be empty and the streets are empty. You know, something I want to talk about, I've been at work with my gloves with my mat, with my bandana, I don't can don't have access to a mask right now, and my sunglasses, and I am just out here seeing people. And you know, it's amazing that how empty the roadways are. I haven't seen them this empty for a very long time. Um, I know we had the fires, you know, some great fires here where I live. Um. That emptied out the city, but it didn't empty out like everywhere else, you know. I know when it's massively raining, the traffic dies down as well. When we got earthquakes, people kind of panic a little bit, but not, and it's not for an ex- this long of an extended time. The food supply is crippled. Um, LA and a lot of others say that their resources and food is coming, just wait. But we know this is not true. On the street level, you know this is not true. You know you cannot just go to the store right now and get pasta. You cannot go to the store without there being a sign saying two dozen eggs per customer limit. Like, you know, doesn't matter. Or two two bags of toilet paper or two rolls of toilet paper per customer. That's it. Those limits are going to be in place for a very long time. So these are just things I've seen, things I wanted to touch on. Um, like I said, I am watching, I am continuing to hitting hard watching anime. So I'm watching My Hero Academia and I'm re rewatching Hunter Hunter with uh, Bay because I want her to get on board to learn, you know, Japanese with me. I want somebody, a partner to help, help me learn Japanese. Um, the plan is to get to Japan and I've researched, now I've researched. What is going to take? Yeah, I found that plane tickets about eight hundred bucks round trip. Um, I don't know if I want to go nonstop because the fucking flight is like eleven hours or twelve hours in the air, nonstop, and you know you're going to be crowded in a full plane. You're not going to get no empty seat. So you know, it's a long time to be in the air cramped i may want to do like a layover but i don't know it depends on where they land where the layover is you get off stretch your legs walk around use the bathroom if you could do six hours six hours and six hours if it could be done in like 18 to 20 hours of flight but you know break it up into a couple pieces i'd prefer to do that but we'll see you know Non-stop flight, you get there one shot, and then you get on the way back, and it's like, oh, you know, 
it's a long flight to be doing all that. But that being said, the Airbnb is fucking cheap. I'm looking at like $20 a night. So my three-week vacation, 20 I'm looking at like five or 600 bucks only for Airbnb, which is perfect for me because I can get out there, walk around. That's what I really want to do. Just walk and see it, see different things. Just live amongst the people for like two and a half, three weeks. That's what I want to do. Um, and I've, I've been researching it. I've been researching where the people have got houses. Uh, Shinjuku is where it's at and to me where um, you know it's like in the heart of everything so I'm like I'm fairly I'm oddly excited about it I fairly oddly I'm very excited about the prospects happening now before my eyes um I got my passport, so I just need to do it. I need to set aside the time. I'm probably going to go in winter, I'm thinking. Because that's when it's downtime here anyways. Would I like to be there for Christmas? I don't know. It's another Christmas spent away from the family. But I could do it during Christmas. Maybe come back sometime after New Year's. You know, hit the floor running very hard. Um, I'd like to set set aside the money slowly and do it and get it done and you know just do my ones get get it done I'd like to do it I'd, I'd really like to do it but I'd really need to really hammer learning some basic I need help with the apps because there's got to be an app to translate the signs I mean obviously I can't read Japanese but if there is an app that could detect and and translate for me that would help massively um aside from that I would need help also picking up my verbal communication which is coming along I, I just written slight refresher course on the numbers um but then but I can greet I can say hello thank you um things of that things of that nature and that, aside from that all I want to be doing is just walking around um I don't talk to many people as it is like when I'm when I last time when I was in New York I didn't talk to very many people and I figured it'd be the same over there I just you know just chill it you know um just chill it and just relax you know, walk around, see the shit, live it, and have fun. So, but I've been picking up anime again. Uh, like I said, I'm rewatching Hunter, Hunt, rewatching Hunter Hunter uh, on Netflix because I think now they have all the entire arc in on Netflix now. I think they have four or five seasons on there, which is great because that's a lot of seasons to rewatch. It's a lot of episodes. Uh, as I said, I'm watching My Hero Academia as well, and I'm. Uh, it's Izuki Miyarori, uh, is the main character's name. I'm getting familiar. All Might, or it's either All Might or Almighty, is 
his like sensei. And I'm having fun with that. That one's a good. It's really good. He's uh, Miyadori has got no business being a hero, but he's trying and he's giving it all his all. And uh, it's just typical anime. He's got a little bit of self doubt, but you know the overwhelming desire to help people is there. So, and I like it. He's in a school with the other kids and it kind of remi- it kind of actually reminds me a lot of hunter hunter like they're going to school getting to pass an exam there's examiners i mean it kind of does remind me of that a lot but it doesn't at the same time there's a little bit difference differences it's all different ball game but i'm watching that and as i said I, wa- I watched the tiger king early in this episode i watched this tiger king shit and i'm gonna get to i'm gonna get to tell you what want something about this tiger king these exotic zoos I'm neither f- against PETA nor for PETA. Um, PETA does serve their purpose. I do agree with PETA on some certain things. I don't... Bo- I for, for one, you can't have Shamu in a fucking little bucket at SeaWorld. It's just not natural. Um, although I do agree with what, Sha- what SeaWorld is doing now. They cannot just release those animals into the wild. Because they're up for slaughter. It's just it's just too dangerous. You can't let those creatures now out into the wild. Um But then again, I do believe that they do like otters and penguins and some small fish, it, that's okay. So I get SeaWorld, you know I don't particularly care for um the treatment of Shamu and the just you know Tilikum is Tilikum needs to be euthanized but I mean I get they don't want that to happen either but Tilikum needs to be euthanized and his entire strain they need to shut down the Shamu exhibits at SeaWorld across the United States they haven't done it you know I understand why now but I understand. I, I I totally understand it. But with that being said, when it comes to tigers, lions, and things of the nature, they're being slaughtered by rich motherfuckers throughout the world in their natural habitat in Africa. So something needs to be done, as well as elephants. But the elephants, I can kind of see, is and also it's in the. Shamu range where it's too big to, you can't you can't put a whole herd of elephants that could walk uh dozens or hundreds of miles a day roaming in search of water in search of food you know grazing and you know you can't there is no unless in the United States they could put somewhere where but I don't really know that you're taking the elephants again out of their natural habitat and putting them somewhere. Uh, you can't have them at a circus, you know. I don't really believe you can have elephants at zoos. But when it comes to lions and tigers, they're in the gray range where, to me, they're similar to size of maybe a little bit bigger than seals or, you know, some of them are the size of bears. But then again, in, you know, silverback gorillas... You know, if you give like an an acre for a silverback gorilla, I mean, 
so kind of a big area but I get the you know the the attraction at a zoo would be that you can see the animals so you want to get the enclosure a little but it's also too big of an animal I think to be but in their natural habitats they're being slaughtered left and right um, the silverbacks rhinos in particular I think the rhinos some rhinos have gone extinct the white rhinos uh, in recently uh, I know people are shooting tigers and lions and things of that nature is left and right snow leopards and panthers just for the fur just for the sport you know and I think that it's right for them to be bred and try to repopulate but I get the cost of it and you have to do something to maintain these animals like you can't just have an area they're not natural to the United States so therefore you have to feed them and there's not enough wildlife left in the planet to where they can just hunt on their own um, and be left unbothered unchecked you know, to for their their numbers to bounce back. I think there's only like four thousand tigers left. They said in the whole wild, less than four thousand, which is shockingly very slim. And shocking, it's very. And it's gonna be a sad day. We're gonna start wiping out the tigers off the faces. There's probably it's a fucking beautiful cat. Lions as well. Lions should be in danger as well. I think. Um, but with all that said, Peter's got good points. Joe Exotic's got good points. You know, he's got two, he had 227 cats in his place. Uh, he's doing a lot more to, to help these animals and, you know, people that are just saying, you know, stop the breeding, stop the cub petting. Well, you know what? If you went and seen a fucking baby lion or baby tiger or cheetah, perhaps that would change your opinion about. You know, them as big, full-grown, and motherfuckers hunting them for sport. You know? To me, that's where the bottom line is. Like, how do you stop that? And the Joe, the Tiger King gets into that. You know, they get into a lot of... Back and forth between Carol Baskin, who did murder her husband. She did murder him. Who the fuck else did it? Uh, it's not even that big of a conspiracy. She wanted to say that he fucking... She tried to say that he took off in the plane or didn't ever took off. He just uh, disappeared. Nobody just fucking disappears. Um, her brother-in-law was a fucking sheriff. They didn't investigate her for a goddamn thing. You know, I know damn well she's involved, but... You know, you can't prove it. You can't prove it. I gotta get... I would never trust the big cat rescue lady myself. Uh, Joe Exotic is shady too, and I the, the overall, you know, it seems like the whole big animal zoo, Barnum and Bailey, SeaWorld, you know, Joe Exotics, you know, um, the other guy who was euthanizing his cats and cremating them. I can't think of his name. Uh, off the top of my head But you know The whole they, It just really You know The people They're just mistreating the animals They're abusing the animals And I don't get it 
you know, you didn't have to abuse the animals. You could have like you should only have a few big ones and a few little ones. Uh, you can't sell the the animals anymore. So, you know, to me, it's just kind of it's just kind of it's, it's in a fucked up. They're in a fuck. Those animals are in a fucked up situation because humanity is fucked up itself. Just in a fucked up situation, man. Or I, you know, I. I myself would love to see a tiger in real life. But then again, there were mankind has caused them to go extinct. So it's like, you know, Cash 22, what do you do? There's no easy way out of the solution. Maybe the only solution would be to, you know, get rid of guns worldwide. But is that really a solution? You know, I don't know. But it's a good show. If you guys got time to watch it, it's like seven, seven episodes long. And it kind of make you wonder about a lot of things. That's what I was wondering about, like. You know, I see Peter's point, but I also see Joe's point. Um, those animals aren't too big to care for here, like a well, like an elephant. But they're also, you know, not entirely small either. There's a 900-pound lion or tiger is a big fucking animal. Um, and with that, you know, I'm going to call this episode right here and right now because... Um, I got nothing else, man. I got really nothing else. Watch Joe, The Tiger King. It's a good episode, a good series on Netflix. And uh, stay safe. Keep hydrated. And wash those hands. I'm out.